0: This is Angela Grayson from the Loving Life Fitness Podcast to help others in their fitness journey. This is Angela Grayson from the Loving Life Fitness Podcast, where we talk to others about their fitness journey and things that they've done in their life for themselves and also for others to help people live a better life. Today we have on the show with us my beautiful niece, Kayla Carr. Hi, Kayla. Hi. So happy you're here today. We have so many questions for you and your journey Kayla is in the U.S. Navy, and she is an E-5, and she also has a beauty, home care, and nutrition business, and she's also a physical trainer in the Navy. Kayla, tell us about your journey here. How long have you been in
1: the Navy? I joined in 2018, so back hit my six-year mark. And your rank, E-5, what does that mean? They call it Petty Officer Excast where you get basically enough money but enough responsibilities where you're not over somebody. you're in a leadership, but you're not in the actual leadership that And how long have you been in E five?
0: Uh going on three years now. Three years. Okay. So that happened pretty mm-hmm. quick for you. Is that normal? No, not really. Because Kayla has drive and determination. Go
1: ahead and give her a yes. challenge. <laughs> Why did you choose the navy? The Navy was a, the, they came to my high school. They told me about it. They actually tried to push me to like the Army and the Marines because my that score and I wasn't taking that for an answer. So I kind of just kept pushing myself for the Navy. I don't really have a reason why I joined the Navy because it sounds cool in the beginning. You're out on the boat, you're, you can travel, but then you're out on the boat with no service and not going home. So I didn't really think about that part
0: how did you imagine that military life would be compared to how your your perceptions have changed now that you're in almost six years?
1: So my perception has changed multiple times because the Navy has changed multiple times since I've been in. When I was in it, when I first joined, it was a little bit more disciplined, do this, do that. But no, we don't ask the question why, we just try to do it. Nowadays, it's, a little bit more lenient, not as much discipline, but I kind of still am in the disciplined mindset of if you tell me to do something, I'm going to do it. And then I might do more or I might tell somebody else to do it. So it's just, it has changed over time. And I, I know it's going to continue to change as the needy changes as well. I thought it was going to be a harder challenge than when I got to do camp. I honestly thought do camp wasn't hard at all they wanted to work out i said okay so that that part didn't really bother me but then after i graduated boot camp they sent me right on deployment within not even a month's notice but after i got to the fleet they sent me off with a better week notice and i was like okay that was that's where i was like this is what it means to be like actually meeting kind of without saying bye to your family mm. so that's the challenge part yeah not being
0: able to see your family for who knows how long. I understand that. That's a difficult one. Do you remember the day you enlisted? I
1: do. I enlisted before 23rd. And how did you feel on that day? I was ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I enlisted in my and I was like, all right, let's do this. I mean, I had an idea eventually, so might as well just get it done and got it going.
0: Very good. And the day that you reported for duty, how far off was that from the
1: day you enlisted? When I first joined the Navy was in November, but then, or that's when the first time I wore in was in November. But then I went on vacation in December and I wasn't supposed to get off to camp until May, I believe. And then they told me to report back my student's office after the in December which I did and they were like yeah you need to two weeks now I said okay so about like a month and a half I was sworn in and then, then I got the off all right pretty quick but you were ready you didn't mind
0: you're right yeah. there okay see so you guys yeah. later I'm going to the Navy that's awesome Okay. So we already talked about the basic training that it really didn't bother you much. It was just kind of like working out. That's pretty amazing because every time you watch a movie with basic training, it looks like torture to uh, the new recruits. But that was awesome. Yeah. You were ready for it. You were strong enough.
1: And did you work out before you went in? Yeah. So I was actually a CrossFit trainer and as well as I also did CrossFit prior to the Navy. So at that time, I was like, already in the, the Navy mindset of, hey, let's work out continuously. So I don't get crafted much anymore. But at that time, I was like, if it's a piece of cake. Yeah, that was excellent training for what you
0: were about to do. Very good. Mm-hmm. So is it hard being a woman in the Navy or has it become more of an accepted situation with equal opportunities?
1: I would say kind of both. I never really had or got like I'm down for a job, I might have to work harder for a job that I really wanted or might have to do like a better presentation than somebody else. But the chances are that the is still stand. It's just how hard are you willing to work for them. Cause that one really comes easy. And you kinda learn that the hard way. Because so if a prize was given to you was just like yeah, if it was just given to you, it would be worth a lot. Versus working for it and then getting
0: it. Yeah. So you were determined to do anything you had to do to get what you wanted. Didn't matter yeah. that you were a woman. Very good. Yeah. Excellent. You're you're a great example. Yes. I hope all you young ladies are listening out there. It's all possible. Yeah. So what are some of the things you remember about adapting to military life? I know you said a little bit about family. Was there anything else?
1: Living in a room full of you know. All at one time. In boot camp, you live with maybe six or eight of them, uh, which is kind of normal going to boot camp. Um, but then, after when you go into uh, the fleet, which is like going to a strip, you're still living with about 40 or 50 other females. And instead of paddling up to your own seats and like in your house, you kind of compromise and feel like having like bunk beds with other people. And depending you know, on what's when you get, that's like your area, but you're like stumbling your other people that you're staying your bed with. So it's your personal space. You don't get that very often. So finding that somewhere else that I visited or even at home is very, to me, is very important. Mm-hmm. I don't think of the advantage of that.
0: And is it still like that for you when you're out? Tell. Yeah. When you're away from yeah. home, Yeah. Okay. How often do you
1: have to go on the ship and be out at sea? So, right now, I'm currently assigned to the ship. For the past year, I was working at the ship, but not staying there, so going home. But now we're actually in our busy time, which is called the basic phase. So, we're actually going out to sea every two weeks for about a week or a couple of days. We actually just got back from a three underway. It's called the busiest time because you're kind of going out to see to see what's wrong with the sip and what's broken. You just come back in and fixing the part and then going back out and getting all over again until we're slowly up and ready to go on the morning, which I won't be there for that time. So how are you able to keep up on your workout regime when you're on duty? So it's just prioritizing your calendar and I'm very precise with my time and my calendar. And that I'm out to see. I still work between 16 to 20 hour days. It all depends on what kind of day it looks like. But 30 minutes to 40 minutes in the gym to me it's really important. I get to be fresh, and then we do so I can so I can do it all over again tomorrow, and not bring in the bad feeling or what happened the day before into work the next day. Um, but when I am on land, I still try to work out between three, three, to four days a week. If it's thirty minutes or an hour, it could be in the gym or it just be running two to five miles. If it's something that you makes me and makes me just free. I know you're big on nutrition too.
0: When you're when you're out at the on the ship, is it difficult to get the right kind of food that you want for your body, or do they pretty much provide?
1: everything that's needed that question is kind of tricky so it all depends on what kind of day it is because basically every day they have a, a set meal that they, they are going to served. but most of times they have chicken and rice on the line so those are my go-tos and then maybe like a salad or a fruit and then i'll be happy with just that um but sometimes i also just i also bring outside food in that's like microwavable or that also like provide like protein or something so I can still get that intake.
0: Okay, good. So no matter what's going on, you're still able to stick to a pretty strict diet to feed your body. Very good. Okay. What have you learned
1: about yourself during your years in service? I would say being patient. And learning that not everybody is on the page that you're on. They're not on the same chapter either. So Sometimes you might have to remember how you learned how to do something, so you might have to go back a couple of chapters and teach them the same way. You can't expect somebody to pick up what you're in in they're, they're new. I know when I joined, I didn't know nothing about my job, and people were able to break it down to me. So I try to do the same thing to other people: try to break it down, try to go step by step. So I think patience for me is a big, my big word. That that also and into the civilian life as well. Okay. I like that.
0: Is there a place that you've had to travel to while in the Navy that stands out over all the others? And if so, why? Oh, man.
1: I traveled a lot outside of the United States. I love South America, so I would do Honduras. It's a pretty island, a uh, country um, that I just love. I'm a big water person. If I can see through the ground, uh, through the water, I'm good with it. So, even though South America, all the countries out there are the same, but something about Honduras on how they decorated the island, kind of just told me to them, their existence and stuff like that, I just, just enjoy that country. Neat. I didn't expect
0: that. What other places have you been to, to compare it to? Colombia
1: and the kind of like the same and even though they have their citizens um, on me a little bit of a little bigger island or a bigger country a little bit a little more things to do out there but i'm not a city kind of person i like to have the little couple stores my routine going i'm good to go that's right to Los Honduras, but they kind of like mimic each other in a way okay
0: so south america's a big one for you interesting yeah. what kind of water sports do you like to
1: do kayla Anything I have to do, like boating, not being on the ship, but like tubing or water skiing, jet skiing, stuff like that. Snorkeling is also a nice one for me. I try scuba diving. Realize that's not my thing. I'm good. I stay on the therapist. Um, but that's also a nice one to do if you're able to do that as well. Water is
0: beautiful. So many beautiful uh, fish. There, are the reefs nice in Honduras?
1: Yeah, it's actually pretty much see-through, so like whatever you see on the bottom, you can see on the top of the circle. Wow. Beautiful.
0: Is there a phrase or a word
1: that will never be the same now that you've served? I don't think so, honestly. I kind of always had like a strong mindset before going into the game. and I still have the strong mindset. I think the only thing that changed is how I react to things and self-development. That's
0: pretty darn important. How we react to situations, how we react to how people treat us, how we react to stress. That's a big deal.
1: And learning that at such a young age is great. I mean, I always have got those. The only two things you can control is your attitude and your action.
0: Okay. Is there anything that you wish civilians understood
1: about the military service? Oh, my God. That could be a lot. Our daily schedule, I would think even though we work all the time or you things you do if it is the daily things that we have to go through you though it 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 is another job it is protecting your time free you, but just how your daily routine is like when you being on a ship. not a lot of people they're like oh you work on a on a trip that's great but actually realizing what time you're going in what time you're getting out and your turnaround and what you have to do doing that within within that finding at work, instead of having to break it down to a lot of people that haven't served, you just get a little bit frustrating, but that's where the statement comes in. And you're like, okay, but you don't know. But just understanding our daily routine, I would say. Yeah. I had no idea that
0: you put in that much time on a daily basis. That's a long day. If we did yeah. that here outside of the military service, people would call that abuse. Yeah,
1: <laughs> demand more money and stuff like that. Really, like, and we get to pay the same no matter how much work we put in.
0: Like having your own business, really. When people have their own business, they're just on all the time. It really makes you have an appreci- a new appreciation for people in the service, all the hours that they put in. Yes, definitely. How has the Navy influenced the expectations you have for yourself? First, mentally, then physically. I,
1: the expectation for myself is, I, I would say, like, how much I can physically do, how strong is on mindset, because we're all joined for multiple different reasons, but not a lot of people join with having the war mindset or the possible, you mm-hmm. might be deployed mindset. So with me having that mindset now, or a couple years ago, I, I kind of retrained my mind into that aspect. It's... It doesn't scare me, so I train myself, but now being able to get at any given moment because of the job I have, you're kind of like, okay, I can do this, you know, y'all get nervous and scared at many times, but if it's just having that dedication on why we actually join, you know, to be personal, but you are there in the country.
0: And what about physically? Has have you uh do you have different expectations of yourself physically, you think, because of the Navy influence? Or were you just always driven with your with your body to be in good health?
1: I always felt like I was going to be in a healthy state, but it now a lot more people have a higher expectation because of having the physical trainer label, you can say, above above your title. I always feel like if I can do it, or if I'm telling you to do something, I have to do it. I'm not one that just tells you and kind of like, i never done it and it might work for you, but I never tried it. So I always try to recommend things that help for me to other people. So I kind of always try to be in the, the ready mindset for any, anybody. And you have
0: done some tough workouts. I haven't seen them all, but I know he posted some of them. And I'm like, wow, let that girl go. She is strong. You're yeah. amazing.
1: Okay, what is your current job? The actual title is the operational specialist. Broke and broken, broken that down. and kind of overseeing radars when out to see. And you like that, huh? For the time being. Yeah, and it's not my favorite job, but it is a job that, really happy and settled right now.
0: Do you have another one in your sights? Another title coming up?
1: Not at the moment. Um, um I don't know. But then 15, a couple years from now. So your journey getting to where you are
0: today, and I'm talking about everything. The Navy, your workouts, relationships, setbacks. Have you had setbacks at all to where you just had to
1: figure it out, reset, and get going again? Absolutely. I have multiple setbacks, multiple failures, But I think that's one way you actually learn in that environment and that stage on what works and what doesn't. I don't have a specific example, but I know with me doing like a lot of self-development, and trying to be good with people skills. It kind of contradicts each other sometimes I might not respond to people the way that they might relate to or vice versa. And we're back at square one of the revolving door. So it's kind of like, okay, how can I go forward with the situation or even within myself with working out? Like I might not see the current results I might want to see. But it could be from not getting the right protein, not eating the right food, or not getting the right workout, stuff like that. But it's just actively knowing what works and actually sticking to it. And then going forward with something new or just try to get a helping hand from somebody else that might, that might know the way.
0: Yes. We can't always do it all by ourselves. So reaching out to others is not always the easy thing to do, but why not? We're all here to help each other. Yeah, we all have setbacks. We all have struggles. Life's not always easy, but I, I love your way of doing things. I love your way of, of thinking about things, and it's going to take you far in this world. Positive self-talk. A lot of us have negative self-talk, and we don't even realize it, how we're talking to in our minds to ourselves. Do you do anything special with that? Do you try to limit the negative talk or you, or do you just try to stay positive all the time? That's a,
1: I feel a good question. So I was just talking about that earlier with a couple other people. But affirmation is a really, really big one. So what you hear is what you speak. What you read is what you hear. So even at home, I have affirmations in almost every room of my house, in my car as well. Even on my back background on my phone so it's always around me when it comes to negative i try to take myself out of that environment because it goes back to what you hear, what you see especially if you're in the wrong environment you might you might not be the person to your full potential so when somebody is talking negative i might literally cover one year kind of just backfire back to them or just might walk away from the environment and be like all right I'll come back when you guys are on a good topic where I want to listen to you. And I want to reconnect. Good
0: advice. I like the affirmations all over the house. I never thought of that. That's a good one. Okay. How can we be negative when there's positive affirmations all around us? Exactly. Every time we look at your phone. Yeah, that's great. Okay. What about fitness challenges that
1: you've enjoyed? Being good to find one. So it comes to like, I kind of like my eating isn't horrible. I'm pretty good with eating, but it's actually the consistency of actually working out. If it's going to the gym or if it's just running or just doing push-ups and some cardio at home. But challenges, I like when they do the like 911 challenge where you're doing like these burpees or the really pull up or running X amount of miles, whatever kind of challenges out there I like to do. I might or might not complete it, but at least I try as well when it comes to five K runs, I do, I do almost on a monthly basis. Now kind of like every three months, I kind of do one kind of slowly down, but I'm actually training myself back up to do another five K. Congratulations. Excellent. Have you ever done obstacle courses? Yeah. So those are actually in the five K's as well. Okay. Well, some of them. All right. Fun times. Nice. Your beauty, home care, and nutrition business. Tell us about that. I uh, Like you said, anything from nutrition, beauty care, and anything at home, the business that I do, I kind of only have those products at home. You know, you got to be on the customer. I feel they work. If you let them work, it kind of, it's all organic and pesticide-free, stuff like that. So.
0: Okay. So being in the Navy isn't enough. Kayla's got her Little business going here on the side. And where are you headed once you get out of the Navy?
1: Do you have specific plans for your career? So currently being in Jacksonville, I do plan a re them for at least three years, three more years. I try to do a contract at a time. So I am trying to go back up to Virginia to still do my job, but as an instructor, and then kind of figure it out from that point. So I don't go too far in advance. But I also don't go too little either. But I still plan on doing the navy, and then on the off time, do my business as well. Three more years, okay. Is
0: there a dream job in the navy that you want, or you're, you're you'll be happy with the instructor?
1: Yeah, I kind of be happy being an instructor as of right now. I think once I'm done with the navy, the dream job would be getting out of the navy and being a civilian again. But until that day comes. I'd be satisfied with the job I'm doing. All right. So Kayla is not afraid of hard work or even a
0: challenge. She strives for a better future in her physical appearance and mentality. Kayla is intelligent, strong, brave, and a bold young woman. That definitely describes you. Kayla, would you like to leave our audience with a goal so that they can live their best life?
1: Laura. I would say kind of like what challenges you and what is keeping you in your comfort zone. And if you're able to get out of that comfort zone, what does it look like on the outside of it? Very good. Yeah. And do you read a lot, Kayla? I do. I kind of read on a daily, between 15, 30 minutes a day. I think this year my challenge is to read about 18 books. Do you have any recommendations for our audience on books that you've read? Start with why. For me, it's kind of like you don't have your why already planted. You might not, one, begin, or it might not succeed. So having your why is a really good book. Or start with your why. Okay. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. All right, Kayla. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it. And thank you for your service. We're so proud of you and our family and everybody that knows you.
1: Thank you. you. Yeah. Okay.
0: This is Angela Grayson from the Loving Life Fitness Podcast. To help others in their fitness journey.
1: You wake up. Here we yeah. go.